The following podcast contains coarse language and adult themes. This week on the show, well, we look at all that neat, noteworthy and net gathered necessary nerd news. We discuss all the latest film buzz coming out of CinemaCon in Las Vegas. I'm Riggs. And I'm Bloodax. And this is the Filmatics Podcast. Hey folks, welcome back to the Filmatics Podcast. I'm Riggs, here with my co-podcasting partner, Blood Axe. And if you happen to listen to last week's episode uh, on Dune, where we were doing the uh, Nerd News Roundup, um, you realise that's a character from Zack Snyder's new film, Rebel Moon. And uh, Addy said he was going to do it, and I forgot, and then he did it, and we had to do a second take on the intro. <laughs> You're a legend, sir. How are you? Uh, I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm good. I love the fact that you have a new microphone. That's outstanding. Um, hopefully everyone can hear a bit clearer. And um, yeah, so basically th- there's so much news coming out this week, Addy. It's just, it's bananas. Yeah. Mind-blowing how much how much movies are getting made. It, it is. It really is. When you think about it, and uh, you know, we'll run down the list, but so much of it is IP. You know, so much of it is is genre stuff. Um, and now CinemaCon is a, a, an event that's held every year um, at Caesars Palace in, in, in Las Vegas. And, uh, you know, people come and peddle their wares, big companies, um, you know, Sony and, and Disney and all that stuff. And come and, you know, debut stuff the way that they would at Comic-Con or what's the Disney one? The Disney had their uh, own. Disney has the Disney Plus day where they do the whole whatever coming whatever's coming to disney plus yeah i can't remember what it's called though it's something it's probably something plus <laughs> i don't know yeah it's yeah i just said it's disney plus day it's George, is it just called disney plus day that's fucking boring yeah. how unimaginative i mean i mean recording this on star wars day how boring is that yeah that's right happy may the 4th everybody even though you're listening to this two weeks later and all this news is pretty fucking irrelevant at this point but hey we're having a good time um we're just ahead of ourselves in the schedule so yeah CinemaCon, so much information um but before we get into the nerd news portion the necessary nerd news portion we have a bit of a not a retraction but we have a a, a something to correct um we've been talking about ezra miller uh, you know the, the first few episodes if you've been listening and also talking about the 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 troubles that they have been having in in hawaii and up until this point uh, me and Addy have been referring to Ezra Miller as he. Um, it only came to my attention this week that Ezra Miller is is uh, 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 identifies as they uh, or them. Uh, so, yeah, just want to correct that. Um, it doesn't change the fact that they are acting like a dickhead in, in Las Vegas, in uh, 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 Hawaii rather, but we just want to make it know that that's in the previous records, that information we didn't have yet. So, apologies, Ezra, but you still should stop drinking and, and get some help. Um, so, having said that, uh, let's go on to uh, our first item uh, from coming out of uh, Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas. Uh, unless you had something to add, Addy? I don't know. I'm just no? going here. I'm just going we'll just just, go with you. We're just going to see what happens. We don't even <laughs> know what's up. It's just nerd news and we love it. 
A Quiet Place 3 is actually going to be called A Quiet Place Day 1. Now, it is my understanding that uh, this will be a prequel. (laughs) It is a prequel. Yeah. Did you like the first one? Oh, I loved the first one and I... I think I like the second one more. Okay. Yeah, I, I really like the second one too. I, I don't have a lot of... Um, uh, like, number one really struck me. Um, and I, I... The idea of silence is scary enough as it is. But, yeah. But having to be silent is a different thing altogether. So... And just, you know, the performances in that film and the family dynamics, it was real Stephen King. Gave me those Stephen King vibes where you really care about the characters and what's going to befall them. Um, so I'm super pumped for this. Uh, but it doesn't look like um, the, the the cast, well, um, all the cast are returning. Uh, we have a different director as well. And um, I think uh, John Krasinski just has a, a based on credit. So we'll see. Oh, Addy doesn't look ha- not happy. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I, I get that now it's a universe and now they want to make it an IP. But hey, man, I'm, I know that uh, John Krasinski said that he won't return to this universe unless he has a story to tell. Mm. And they were going to go on with part three as continuing the story with the children. Oh, okay. Which, which a huge shout out to just the screenplay of the second film of how it just shows the children taking taking charge of their lives and just protecting their own. That mm-hmm. that like that's amazing. Um there was supposed to go on with that story and I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't mind like eight movies in the in this uh in this IP now with just with just like five minutes of each movie opening with how it all started and then like at the end we have like a whole hour or just prologues from each film <laughs> that's actually a really good idea but a different different you know in terms of structure that would be pretty cool they did do a little bit of kind of first day flashback stuff in the second film did they not yeah that, that's how they started because that's day one that's exactly when it starts yeah so i guess you sort of so, see on on from there um I, I i dig that movie a lot those those weird slender man spider people things oh. Just creepy and 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 you know a really original idea, absolutely. So look, I'm I'm here for it. I'll I'll, I'll check out the um that uh, that particular sequel. Um, shall I move on to the next item? This one, yes, sir. This one's super fucked up, actually. Um, so there's a movie coming out directed by Olivia Wilde, who's a really good director. She's also an awesome. Oh, you're very excited about this because Harry Styles is it, isn't it? You are adorable. Apparently, she said um, he's amazing. Like, she said that he's just a... Yeah, I mean, marketer. they're dating right now, so of course she's going to say he's amazing. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Um, but, yeah, they're just promoting her own film that he's in. She's going to say that, but so hopefully it's genuine. Um, Olivia Wilde's a really good director. She's also a really amazing actress. She was in a what I would assume is a, a very little scene called Vigilante, where she plays uh, a, a woman who was in a a very physically abusive relationship with her survivalist husband and that husband uh, uh well I won't I won't spoil it but she gets away from him and then just kind of self trains in in you know martial arts and and uh but in a really practical way it's not like 
the normal revenge thrillers. Like she just trains how to be a badass and goes out and, and helps women who are in the same situation she is. Um, so yeah, I highly rec- recommend that. It's called um, The Vigilante. But um, more to the point, uh, she, she was talking about her film, uh, Don't Worry Darling, which the trailer for actually came out yesterday with um, Francis uh, Pugh. We now know how Florence, to say it. Thank you. Florence Pugh. Florence yep. Pugh. You, Florence Pugh. You said Francis. Yeah, you said Did Francis. Did I say Francis? Pugh. I'm going to check Did the record because I'm sure I said Florence. Um, I, get, I finally get her last name right and then I get her first name wrong. That's lunacy. Um, yeah, sorry. She, she actually went on Instagram this week and said, it's pronounced Pugh like Hugh but with a P. And no, it doesn't, it's not Pooh. And I fell in love with her all over again. Uh, so yeah, Florence Pugh and Harry Styles, Olivia Wilde's in it as well. It's actually a really stacked cast. Um, so Olivia Wilde was, and, the, and the, tra- the trailer looks awesome. Did you see it? Oh, amazing, amazing. I've seen it like four or five times now. Mm. And I have to say, this film is going to save me because it has Harry Styles in it. And it's in, it's set in the 70s, I think, by the looks of it. Looks 60s 50. or 70s. Looks 50s-ish to me. Oh, maybe 60s, yeah, but sort of, you know, kind of like Cold War, Red Scare kind of era, like Atomic Age kind of thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, sort of a little Stepford Housewives kind of vibe going on, like, you know, are these people brainwashed? Are they robots? And um, Florence is not on board, but there is an extended shot in the trailer where Harry Styles is... He's just, he's gone, he is going downtown and he's, he's, you know, taking a picnic and staying for the day, baby. He's down there and, uh, you know, it's kind of lingus, everybody. People, we're grown yeah, up. Yeah, I've, I've seen that clip about a hundred times now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet. Um, and so is Harry Styles. So apart from all that in the trailer, all the sexy business um, with, uh, with, with uh, Harry and Florence, Olivia Wilde, while on stage, had a man approach her um, and, and, you know, the security guards, for some reason, let this guy through and handed her an envelope. And she was like, is this a script? What's this? And she opened it up and she was like, oh, okay, I understand what this is. Thank you. And it was a like someone serving her with papers, like custody papers from her from her husband or her, her, her oh, yeah. ex-husband on stage while promoting a You piece of shit. Not the... Um, not the guy from Ted Lasso, like yeah, he didn't know. Yeah, he didn't know that he, was said, he said he didn't know we're going to do that. But like, wh- you know what's going on, Mister Balesman, or what? What are they? What are they called? The people who the court ordered subpoena people, whoever the fuck they are, who uh, hand not out attorneys. These- no, there's something something specific they're called. But anyway, hit us up in the comments if you know the name. But yeah, to to do that on stage while she's trying to work, basically. Like you could have got her anywhere else. Like, don't be a dick about it. But then again, I don't really know the situation. But more, the more important thing is that movie's coming out. Yeah. And it's going to be delicious. So um, now I, you, I want you to talk about this one a little bit more, Addy, because I never shut up. Um, Avatar. Yeah. The Way of the Water has uh footage was shown and people lost their fucking minds is the report um now the thing about cinemacon in in uh, in the way that it's different from comic-con is that we don't we don't get to see this stuff yeah we don't see it until like like they had a a top gun maverick screening there and we didn't get to see it 
They had a, the whole film or? Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, it was screen in like 2019 and then it was screen now because mm. it's coming out this year now. Yeah. They they pushed it because of that full-blown run. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's going to happen, I guess. But um, yeah, it's, it's just a shame. But I mean, the, the theory is because Avatar is now under the Disney banner that this trailer will appear before um, Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, that, that was... Yeah, they announced that like on CinemaCon. Mm. But I haven't Which... heard anything back about it because it's... Oh, no, it was only the premiere, wasn't it? Like it hasn't opened to the public yet? Or was yeah, it it's, it's not... We're recording this on the 4th of May. Yeah. Uh, so it has released what... It's released here, I think. But I think it comes out worldwide on the 6th. Yeah. Well, we, we got it here today in, in uh, Australia and I'm going to see it tomorrow afternoon. So I shall report back with, um, inf- not about the multiverse because you all want to see it by yourselves um, and not have me ruin it for you. But I'm pretty yeah. sure Doctor Strange is fucking in it. Um, you know, they revealed too much, don't you think? <clears throat> in the trailers and stuff? Do you reckon we've seen too much? Yeah. I mean, not in the trailer, just like the 15 second TV spot. They had, and I, I freaked out on my stories on Instagram. Because they had Patrick Stewart. <laughs> yeah, I do that a lot. <laughs> so passionate. I, I, have, <laughs> I have a daily dose of freaking out over Harry Styles every night. <laughs> like, like 3 a.m., 4 a.m., I'm up just simping over Harry Styles. <laughs> but <laughs> whatever, whatever gets you through the day, mate. It's a, you know you got to yeah. find joy in this world. But yeah, they had they had a TV spot where they revealed the where they revealed Captain Carter. When she when she throws the shield, yeah, right. And she's and then and yeah, she's got jetpacks. And then they and then in the same one they had Patrick Stewart as Professor X, but on the on the yellow hovering chair. Which, if you don't know what that is, it's from the animated series from the nineties, mm. which I was a fan of, and I never thought that could ever happen. And that's why mm-hmm. I freaked out. I was like, shit, they're doing that. Bananas that we've seen that you know in our lifetime. Yeah, yeah, I mean the 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 Captain Carter thing, and I mean that they have to. There has to be some sort of long game to it. Like I don't, I don't know why you would reveal Patrick Stewart. They already did it early with the voice, right? And the motherfucker was at the premiere. I saw pictures of him, and then you see the levitating thing. So clearly, it's it looks like it's probably a Patrick Stewart. Uh, doctor, doctor, fucking whatever. Professor X, you know, Professor Xavier. Of another, yeah. it might be a different universe than the X Men universe that we know. It might be another variant or whatever in, you know, part yeah. of the Illuminati. And they've revealed the Illuminati. I mean, it wasn't really a secret, but I just feel like they kind of, t- they, they tip their hand too much. You know, if you know too much, it kind of, it takes the, like to, to have none of that. I remember um, there was another podcaster um, who who on I, I won't say the podcaster on, but I'll say their name Chris uh, Chris Cabin, um, and he he's on oh fuck it it doesn't matter he he's on a podcast called We Hate Movies which I love, and he's a huge inspiration for for you know a lot of the work that I do in in this sort of you know film journalism I guess I don't know whatever the fuck we are, um, and he's an actual critic and he was saying that he wants trailers to go back to the way that they were when it was like, I think the film he was talking about was the fifth element. And all it was, was just like an image of the earth 
some voiceover and little like just flash cuts of action and it went for 30 seconds but now it's like trailers have yeah. an act structure yeah stuff there's there's just it's yeah I, I feel like they've given they've given away the farm you know i don't know but I'll, I'll see it tomorrow maybe none of it will be in there and it was a complete fake out like they did with quicksilver ouch wonder vision that one hurt sorry didn't mean to bring it up again i hope you enjoyed yeah. the MCU episode everybody uh the uh the, the tv universe did you know also um sam raimi came out today and said he never finished watching wandavision yeah that was weird that, that was just weird for me maybe shut up <laughs> yeah. why does anybody need that information it's you you've just you, you're telling you're telling tales on yourself what what the fuck why would you do that why would you uh, like it's just you're gonna be scorned by the fan base yeah like harry styles coming out and going hey i fucking hate music <laughs> and i want to be i only want to be an actor or something like that you know or, or hey i guess what i'm gonna go and live in a in a castle and make shoes like daniel day lewis and i will follow him because he's my god <laughs> Actually, I was talking to my sister-in-law about him today, and she was talking about she's going to see him in February in in in, um, in Australia. He's coming to tour. And I was like, "Damn, bring the tissues," because she'd be crying. I mean, not because there's some sort of yeah story thing going on. You got me. Okay, shall we move on? <laughs> yeah, Avatar. We have a good time. Way of the Avatar. water. Way of the water. Tell me, because you're a big like. I'm not huge on Avatar, to be perfectly honest. Why? Why you have such a thing about it? Same. Um, it looks a lot like the first movie. <laughs> That's why I was excited. Ironically, yeah. I think the addition of water I mean, is 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 what's happening. Yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ, that film, like this film has taken what a decade now to be yeah, made. A little bit more than that, I think. I can't <clears throat> the first one came out. Keep talking, and I'll have a look. Yeah, I think it came out two thousand nine. So yeah, more than more than a decade. Yeah, two thousand nine. So, yeah, you're right. So it's been what thirteen okay. years. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, is Sam Worthington even still alive? I, I don't. I don't see him. Not seen it. I've not I've seen him seen anywhere him else. Anywhere, and he lives in the country that I live in. <laughs> I haven't seen him at the shops. Nothing. Haven't seen him down the doll office. Now he's been working, but Jesus, look at this. If you type in Avatar into into um uh IMDB, you get a lot of the last oh, airbender, okay. but you get Avatar 2009, Avatar Way of the Water 2002. Uh, sorry, 2022. I did that last week too. I had to yeah. I had to change the intro because I stuffed it up um in the edit. Avatar 3 2024, Avatar 5 2028. And Avatar 4 2026. So there's going to be five of them over the course of the next six years. Well, there'll yeah, be five and, in the end. Yeah, there'll be five in the end and they'll squeeze the milk out of it with any Disney Plus show they can. Oh, mate, they are just, they are on those teats. Just massaging to get all the milks. Yeah. <laughs> all the blue, all all the the blue cat milks. Um, hey, they're the blue monkeys, man. Do you, do you call them monkeys, do you? I call them like cat people. Yeah. Why? I don't know. They just look, they look, they look feline in the face or the, like the structure of the nose and stuff. That makes sense, I guess. 
more than monkeys anyway <laughs> weirdo um yeah so oh, also, you know I, I really like um james cameron you know i think he's a he's a savvy uh uh you know filmmaker as a technician as well he's he's advanced the form a lot um avatar is pocahontas really this the basic story structure i do appreciate his environmental message that he puts in all of his work um you know he's a he's a avid environmentalist and I appreciate that. And you know what? I'll, I'll go and see it. I'm not going to do cartwheels or anything getting into the cinema, but, um, you know, unless yeah. I feel like doing cartwheels. But, yeah, it's, you know, good on him for, for following his dreams. Yeah. And, I mean, there are very few people who can do that. I mean, just look at how we got to Dune, right? It's just the start of that. Yeah. And, I like, Full, full on respect for just dedicating so much time to do that. I guess the, without like, I guess the most polite way of saying is that, I guess both of us are not very excited, but we're looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, I'm not as excited for that as I am, you know, uh, uh, the the Quiet Place Day One or, um, you know, a lot of other things. Uh, Amsterdam that's coming out. We'll talk about it a bit, a bit more later. The new Blade film. Like, there's some stuff that I'm really, you know, earmarking some time for in my calendar. And Multiverse is one of them. I'm pumped to go tomorrow. You know, take the day off and stuff. Um, oh, having speaking of that though, sorry, this isn't nerd news, but I just thought I'd preface it because we were talking about doing a "What are you watching?" segment. Um, you started watching uh, Out of Range. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, how good was that it? For good? That's all right. Oh, you know what? This is high praise coming from me. It's you make it sound like you're this really evil, you know, person on the internet, sort of twitching your fingers, waiting for people to fuck up so that you can attack them. You're not. You're lovely. It's what? What do you mean high praise? It's the only show that makes. That makes me sort of feel like I'm watching Dark again. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, that's yeah. Because yeah, I know that that's your that's your like high bar as far as you know what the kind of stuff that you like to clear. Um, that's a pretty high bar. So awesome. I'm I'm glad you're enjoying it because I'm I'm doing yeah. a lot. Um, you know, supernatural cowboy shit. Absolutely. Yeah. I like by, by cowboys. I don't mean like you know the old western. Yeah, not the 60s, 70s. Yeah. It's, it's modern day. Yeah, it's set. It's set now. It's basically Yellowstone, <laughs> but with weird shit happening on and like you know, time travel and interdimensional shit and stuff. And Josh Brolin is the whole cast great, but Josh is really yeah. good. I yeah, mean, Josh Brolin, like with with that beard and that accent. Yeah, he's kind of you know leaning a little bit into Jeff Bridges' territory as well. You know that kind of old True. kind of craggly cowboy, you know, hell or high water kind of style thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, super, super cool. And, uh, this week I went and did, well, I was talking about it a couple of episodes ago about, you know, I sometimes go to the movies and do a double bill to myself. I'll go see a movie in the morning then go and have lunch. And then, uh, in the afternoon I go and see something else. And I did that, uh, this week with, um, after Yang, um, with Colin Farrell, which was really yeah. good, beautiful, quiet, meditative, soft film stunning photography it's about uh this family who has an artificial um human to to help their adopted uh, daughter who's a young chinese girl kind of learn chinese culture and that's what this bot's for but it kind of becomes a surrogate brother and it breaks down and it's about the family dealing with that loss and stuff really beautiful film and i also saw 
in the afternoon after my little cheeky lunch, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, you, have you seen it, Addy? I am so jealous because it comes out this month here, like end of this month. And I'm, I'm the first one buying the ticket. Oh, it is transcendent. Um, it looks kind of goofy and quirky and stuff in the, in the trailers, and it really is. But there is an emotional core to this film that if you're a parent or a child um, who has ever struggled with understanding each other, regardless of, you know, race, correct, uh, sex, creed or whatever, it will speak to your heart because it is, it's beautiful. It's complex, but there's a lot going on there. And um, Michelle Yeoh is, is, I mean, she is never not good, but if this film doesn't, become the Oscar darling for next year. Like I said, not that the fucking Oscars mean anything, but just the recognition that this film deserves for being as good as it is narratively, you know, in terms of its structure, um, in terms of uh, its emotional beats, in terms of its performances. Um, yeah. If it doesn't get a lot of attention, uh, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with shit. And um, I just want to get the name right. Uh, apologies if I butcher this, but um, is it uh key, Hyo Kwan, um, who is the the person who plays the the sort of male lead opposite Michelle Yeoh, was was the 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 little boy short round in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, and um, Data in The Goonies. So he was a child actor, quit acting, um, and and then was actually a, a translator for um, Yen Wu Ping. The, the martial arts um, uh, uh, the martial artist who was a fight choreographer on the matrix and things like that and he's still himself is a martial artist there's a, an extended scene where he whips these guys asses with a fucking fanny pack and it's the best thing you'll ever see man it's so dope and um, and he's a revelation and he came back into acting because of crazy rich Asians he was like oh there's an audience for me now like he didn't feel like there was one before it's so beautiful. Go and see it. It's my film of the year so far, honestly. Um, so high bar to clear Doctor Strange number two. If anyone can hear kind of a low hum going on, it's it's pouring with rain in Melbourne at the moment. So you might be able to hear it in the background. Apologies if it's irritating, but I can't I can't control the weather despite what some people say. Um Well, you're not storm. Of course you can control the weather. No, I'm not storm <laughs> from the X-Men. Shit, if she turns up tomorrow, that'd be pretty cool. Um, Holy shit. Yeah, right. Uh, I'll move on now to uh, some Sony news. Bit of news in Sony. Um, they suck. No, that's nice. No, not so. <laughs> well, depends. Who are, you, who are you talking to? Who am I talking about? Yeah, right. No, uh, Sony, the filmmaking conglomerate, uh, has confirmed in development Ghostbusters 5 or what would be the the sequel to Afterlife, I guess, um, yeah. and Venom Three are absolutely in development. Uh, no cast, story, or director t- details yet for Venom Three, uh, and but Tom Hardy hasn't even confirmed his involvement. Uh, but they've they've both got the green light and the go ahead. So you you look pretty excited about Ghostbusters Five. Of course, of course, man. See, I wasn't I wasn't a kid that grew up watching the original Ghostbusters film. Mm-hmm. And, I, and when I watched Ghostbusters Afterlife, it made me want to dress up as a Ghostbuster on Halloween. 
like that was the connection for me you should yeah, absolutely i don't i don't dress up man so why not i mean yeah, i, I don't, don't dress up on halloween i sometimes put on my spider-man onesie um and if you're all lucky and ask me i'll post a picture of myself in it um yeah i'm i'm i, I liked afterlife i know a lot of people kind of thought it was um I don't know, insensitive to their childhoods or whatever the fuck it is when people kind of um, insert themselves into this stuff as if it belongs to them. Now, I mentioned it on my Batman um, episode of The Stitch Up. This stuff doesn't belong to you. It is loaned to you for the price of a ticket and you get what you're given. And if you don't like it, there's something else for you elsewhere. So go go look there. Um, I, I, I dug it. The original Ghostbusters is one of my top five favorite movies. I adore that film. I did a a, a, um, a watch along on the Stitch Up uh, at the beginning of the year, um, which Addy came along to. It was very fun. And uh, it was just us on YouTube chatting away. It was awesome. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, I wasn't going in with it. I wasn't going in with the headspace of this needs to be as good as Ghostbusters because that no, that's never going to happen. Yeah. Um, but I had a really good time. There's a lot of heart to it. And um, the the young girl who played Egon's granddaughter, McKenna Grace, McKenna Grace, what an amazing little actor! Really amazing, amazing, dude. Okay, now you really have to watch. Uh, you have to watch Gifted. That's directed by Mark Webb with Chris Evans and McKenna Grace as a first role. And you have to watch Haunting of Hill House because she's amazing in both. I'm just I'm just throwing over recommendations that you have no, to see. Fine. I would have agreed immediately, but I was in the middle of swallowing some water. Um, yeah, I, I've seen Gifted. I really like that film. But anything with Chris Evans in a sleeveless shirt, I watch that. Um, yes, and uh, I, I did really like that film, and I like I like McKenna Grace in it. She's great. Um, but I haven't watched Haunting in Hill House, so I'm gonna have to peep that. Um, what else have we got on the the necessary nerd news? Transformers. Well- Sorry, did you want to say something? Well, Sony also showed like the first 15 minutes of Across the Spider-Verse there. Oh, did they? Okay, you go. You talk about that shits then. Yeah, um, so they started with animation and then there were just stills of drawings and all that. It's still a work in progress by him. And like we said, like in the Dune podcast, it, we just have a hope for, for those two to just blow us away again with those two movies. Well, I mean, you don't you don't delay them both by a year if you're not wanting to make them as best as they could possibly be. Um, so that I I think that as disappointing as it is, it bodes well that that they're that they're going to take the time and not rush it just because it was popular, which is something that they tend to do with sequels. It's why the second Scream movie isn't very good. It's why the second Jurassic World movie isn't very good. All these things get pushed to. What what the second Jurassic World movie isn't very good. It's I'm sorry. It's ri- human little girl clones. You can get fucked. That's ridiculous. That doesn't work for me. I don't know. I feel like I'm. If you were to listen to my voice, the pitch of my voice throughout these episodes, because we're on to episode six. Thank you for for joining us, everybody. Yeah. Um, Thank you. I think you can track me slowly, going more and more insane just by the pitch of my voice. But yeah, that that movie's not fantastic um but yeah i think that the the time that they're going to give it and particularly because it's two parts so they can service both equally without going all right well there's a six month window where we need to have both of them out no let's take our time and make sure we get this right because 
we're good storytellers and the fans deserve it because that that first film is so good and the reaction to it was you know anybody i know who likes comics including my friends um who uh who own a comic shop in the city here um all star comics in melbourne very very cool place um Shout out. come check it out uh yeah anybody who the people who are into comics like those guys and have spoken to them about it just you know they cry every time you know because it's just it's everything that you want a, a spider-man movie to be so should i yeah. should i shout transformers loud again sure let's go man transformers they're transforming and i'll tell you what they're transforming into this time as opposed to cars and i don't know mountain dew uh, dispensers and toasters. Remember, the, remember in the second one when the all spark goes crazy and it just starts animating all of these waffle irons and stuff like that. No, you don't remember no. that part. <laughs> That's totally fine. People in the in the comments will know. Uh, but no, this time they're going to be turning into beasts. It is Transformers: Rise of the Beasts or Rise of the Beast, at least. And <laughs> that sound like Doctor. So confusing. Yeah, uh, hang on. Let me just check the other day. So they they showed some footage at CinemaCon of the new Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Here we go: Rise of the Beasts. Um, oh, Ron Perlman's in it. Oh, and Anthony um, Ramus, the guy who was in uh, in the Heights. He's very cool, that guy. And Hamilton. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, the plot is unknown, reportedly based on the Transformers spin-off Beast Wars, which feature, featured robotic, uh, so it featured robots that transform into robotic animals. And the Optimus Prime version was a fucking ah! Oh, it's played by Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman's playing Optimus Primal, who turns into a silverback gorilla, which works perfectly because I don't know if you know who Ron Perlman is, but he looks like a silverback gorilla. <laughs> He's the guy who played Hellboy, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's oh my weird. god they, they tried to do that in like the last Transformers movie where they had like dragons and like it went down to like mythology and shit that how like they were there before like Adam and Eve or some some bullshit man yeah the last one was lunacy like it was just crazy and it was shot in all these di- like different ratios like it was shot in IMAX 133 and then it was shot in two, um, two, three, uh, 235 and then 185 and it just switches between these IMAX kind of things even just a, like a crossover between uh, Anthony Hopkins and Marky Mark having a conversation um, you know and Marky Mark in it I mean come I mean that's a transformer bro like just no no with him and movies please but um, yeah that sounds pretty cool Optimus Primal, Big Gorilla. Um, yeah, so that's, you know, that's Transformers. So enjoy that. Um, what else have we got here? Let me just double check. Oh, unsurprisingly, Batman or The Batman 2 has been announced. Very exciting. And ho- hopefully we get the Court of All... Co- <clears throat> the Court of All... The Pale We're just talking in tongues now. Sorry, go ahead. What? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we, we, what were you trying to say? The Court of Owls. Um, yeah, uh, I think we'll get the Court of Owls storyline because Robert Pattinson really wants to do it. And hey, do it and do it and like 
have degradation <laughs> in it, please. I'm begging you. Yeah, well, I mean, it's interesting. It would would they would they have to introduce him as Robin? You know I what I mean? Because so. at, at this point, if you're going, if you're tracking by just the standard of Batman that we're dealing with, let's say it's year three or year four, based on the Batman being year two. Do you introduce Dick Grayson as a young boy, like as Robin in a preteen, that then, or do you introduce him as, you know, a grown-up Nightwing? Because then the timing doesn't track. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's interesting. I would, I would really like to see, finally, Dick Grayson going from, going from the Flying Graysons all the way to Nightwing in that arc. I, just, I just want that. Well, he needs Late a shot. film. He needs a show. I know they've got Titans. Sorry, excuse me. <clears throat> I've been talking a lot today. Bless you. Drink some water. Hydrate. Yeah, thanks. No, it was a cough. It wasn't a sneeze. But I had to. Um, I had to record a bunch of voiceover today, and it was you know for a for a like temp voiceover for an edit that I'm doing. But um, I still had to do it, and I just my voice is a bit crackly. So excuse me, everybody. Um, I think you do that as a show. You do a show, and you call it fucking Grayson or something like that, and you just have him. You know, the first six episodes or something have have him be young in the first two in the second two it's the middle part of his career when he's decided to not be robin anymore you know his origin's been told and then the last two episodes or you know maybe the last four episodes so it's eight or something is the court of owls story because his his family is tied up with the court of owls in the comics and stuff so um that's a good idea i'm, I'm on board with you Addy. yeah hey wb do that and call the show the flying robin that's that's actually pretty cool. I do like that. I I always did like that part. I don't have a problem with Batman Forever. By the way, Addy should run DC um, Entertainment. Just put it out there. I I don't have a huge problem with Batman Forever. Everyone kind of you know is really harsh towards that film, lumping it in with Batman and Robin, and you really shouldn't. It's it's just a it's a vastly different take than Tim Burton had. That's all. And Joel Schumacher was a remarkable director. He, you know, knew how to put together a, a piece of work and he had fun with it, you know. It's, everyone always thinks of the bat nipples. I'm like, whatever. He was he was obsessed with making them look like Greek statues. That's all. And he liked nipples and big cod pieces because he was a big, happy gay man. And God bless him, you know. Um, let him enjoy whatever he wants to enjoy. But the the around the Batman of it, Val Kilmer was great. It was kind of glossy and fun and, and, and silly in places, but the action was really well done. They put a lot of money into it because it was, you know, it was Batman and they had to sort of repair some damage that Batman Returns did in the public side, even though that's the best one. Um, but there's a part in that, in you know, because Robin's introduced as, as 45-year-old Chris O'Donnell. Um, <laughs> he was, he was like 25 or something. But there's this, uh, a... Um, a scene where he's sort of unpacking his stuff at Wayne Manor and, and Alfred comes in, the wonderful, um, uh, played by Michael Goh, and uh, he says, he picks up his helmet and there's a robin on it, like on the on his motorcycle helmet. And he says to him, you know, what what's this? And he goes, oh, my dad, uh, my, my, my brother's wire broke once and I swung out and grabbed him. And my dad said, I flew in like a robin. And this is just after his family's been killed. And I always found that so sweet. And then, you know, um, he's like, you can get rid of this. I'm not going to be needing it anymore. He's flying Grayson's outfit. And he goes, I'll just put it here for safekeeping, you know. Broken wings mend in time, Master Grayson. The robin shall fly again. I swear it. And I've just, you know, you can't help but get it, you know. Like, he's such a cool character. We talked about Robin Heaps. But, yeah, I, I, I like Batman 
forever. And I like the fact that they're doing a Batman, the Batman 2. Um, everyone's talking about Mr. Freeze because fucking... What's, what's the director's name again? Uh, Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves mentioned it briefly in, in some interview and now everyone's losing their mind and making up, you know, posters and stuff. So, pretty fun. Um, next up, we have the Amsterdam trailer, which is uh, David O. Russell's new film. Um, was This was uh, screened. Uh, David O. Russell. Do you know who David O. Russell is? Maybe. Addy, I'm not talking to the... I, I know you can't talk back, audience. Um, David O. Russell, um, really, really amazing film director. Um, I don't know. I try not hold things against people, but there's a really ugly video of him shouting at Lily Tomlin on the set of I Heart Huckabees um, that just made me not like him, like calling her a bitch and throwing things around. I'm like, no one ever needs to do that on, on a film set. You know, it's just... It's not fucking life and death. I know that you're trying to tell your story and you're really passionate about it, but you sound like a dickhead. Um, but anyway, very good director though. Um, Three Kings, I Heart the Huckabees, The Fighter, Silver Linings Playbook, American Hustle, uh, Joy. And uh, <clears throat> yes, his new film is called Amsterdam. Uh, and it's about some stuff. No, it's set in the 30s and it follows three friends who witness a murder and then become suspects themselves as they try to uncover this outrageous uh, plot um that sort of you know transpires and um you got to peep this cast uh in the main roles christian bale margot robbie um hang on one second uh john david washington i just wanted to get his name right because i was gonna say david washington but it's john david washington um anya taylor joy zoe saldana uh timothy oliphant robert de niro mike myers michael shannon remy malik um, Andrea Riseborough, Chris Rock, Taylor Swift, Alessandro, uh, is it uh, Novola? Nivola? Alessandro Nivola, um, who was, um, I, I know him from Face Off. Um, yeah, Leland Author, uh, Orsa, just like this amazing, amazing cast. I can't wait for this film. I don't, I don't care what anyone says. Looks cool. I had no idea, and now I'm I'm on board just by listening to the cast. Yeah, Holy right. Shit. If the only thing that would make it better is if Harry Styles was in it. <laughs> hey, you can't do that. It's too soon, man. Taylor Swift is in it. Yeah. You can't you, do that. It's too soon. Why were they together or something? Oh yeah, dude. She had a lot of yeah. famous boyfriends. She's been with. She was with Harry Styles and with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's. <laughs> Yeah, I was talking to a friend of a really good friend of mine like a week ago, and she uh, she's a really big Taylor Swift fan, and she made me listen to the first album, and I loved it. <laughs> and she said she owns half she owns half the Marvel universe. That's so many guys she's dated from the universe. Oh, really? Is that the case? Who? Well, I don't think like literally half of she was exaggerating okay right yeah no she's and you know whatever no 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 judgment just saying harry styles is another one that i didn't know about enjoy yourself tay tay um we also received the first look of uh margot robbie as barbie in greta gerwig's film that's coming up um with uh what's his name ryan gosling the goz um And uh, it looks pretty, like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what that movie is. I knew what it was going to be when it was other filmmakers and other actors and stuff. But now that it's 
you know, Academy Award nominators, nominated act, actor and actress in the lead roles. And Greta Gerwig, you know, she's one of yeah, the most I mean, talented film directors and writers on planet Earth. That's my point. Like, you see that, you see that first look and it feels like a Wes Anderson movie. It does. It looks like it, doesn't it? It's got the gloss and the weird kind of, you know, static frame, yeah. the 2D framing. I don't know. How do you make that? A story. It's like when they were like battleships coming out. I'm like the fucking board game battleship. battleship. Yeah, I know. Yeah. My, my brother loves that movie. It's like I can't not think of the the key and peel sketch. <laughs> Liam Neeson fights a straight up robot boat. <laughs> so silly. Um, but yeah, I just no, I never thought much about that film. But yeah, there's this silly movies that are based on things that you wouldn't expect. You know, like, um, what's his name? Jason Momoa's, like, in talks to star in the Minecraft movie. I'm like, what the fuck is yeah, that Yeah, what be? the fuck? <laughs> what, are they, they going to animate him and make him square? Because if you want to do that, take me. Yeah. you anime. <laughs> Addy for Minecraft. Yeah, no, I'm on board with that, man. Yeah, fucking right on. I'd love to see you in a Minecraft movie. But it's just weird, you know. You, say, you hear Barbie and you're like, that doesn't necessarily translate into a movie. And they, and they don't even have the song in it, which like, what are you doing now? Good. That's a, that's what because that thing that you know what would happen? It'd be in all the trailers, and that thing would just circle the globe like COVID, and everyone would get "I'm a Barbie Girl" stuck in their head, and we'd all kill ourselves. Like it's just that is it. There's it's not. <laughs> what a terrible song to have stuck in your head forever and ever and ever. So what you think is that if they do have the song, it will circle back and come out of come out of its hibernation. Yes. Kill us all. Yes, it'll wake up COVID. <laughs> and we'll uh, plastic or something. Yeah, no, I, good. Keep that song out of it, Miss Gerwig. Yeah, I would appreciate it. Write an original. Um, next on the necessary nerd news, there's been um, footage and images. Um, released from Wonka, which is the um, musical prequel to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory or Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with Timishi Shamalimalulu, Shamalama Ding Dong, Bob. Um, <laughs> his name's not Shamalama Ding Dong, Bob. <laughs> oh, I have such uh, a good time. Such I, was, a good I, was, I was editing that. The Dune one, and you said noof, 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 and I lost. <laughs> Denny Villeneuve, noof, 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 noof. Yeah, that was that got me too on on when I was listening to the master. <laughs> what an idiot! Oh, I love it so much. The silliness, but yeah. So they're releasing this this uh, you know footage and, and and stuff, but just to like look at how the the Hollywood machine works. That movie doesn't come out until the end of twenty twenty three. Yeah, right. Holy shit, so Timothy Chalamet will again have two movies coming out in the same year with him in the lead role. But Yeah, but I mean, to, to be fair, though, Bruce Willis was doing that for a while and so was Dolph Lundgren and Jean-Claude Van Damme. I mean, they weren't good movies, but, you know, he's got to pay the bills somehow. But, yeah, uh, you know, good. <clears throat> Get nominated for yeah. Academy Award for Dune and then celebrate by being in Wonka. I'm done for that. I'm done. Yeah, for right. 
Um, so then this one's for you, my friend. What's Michael Shannon doing? Oh, I hate you. I hate you. Why do you hate me? Why? That's good news. He's coming. Uh, he's he's coming back as General Zod in the Flash film. He is absolutely coming back as Zod from he reprising his role from Man of Steel in the Flash, which I assume comes out next year, um, unless, uh, like I said. Ezra Miller decides to continue drinking and then it probably won't. <laughs> um, yes, returning to Zod, uh, um, some of this information was, was was given to the press as they were screened a number of trailers for DC up-and-coming films. I'm guessing that's probably The Flash. Um, Flash, Black Adam. Black Adam and, and Super Pets. Super Pets, yeah, and uh, Aquaman 2, The Lost Kingdom. Oh, yeah, that too. Uh-huh. That was, and I actually saw a, you know, this isn't nerd news really, but it is news. Um, I don't know if you know this, Addy, but there's a, there's a, <laughs> there's a celebrity trial going on right now. Um, between, oh yeah. Between Amber Heard and and uh, Johnny Depp, won't get into mm. it because you know the, you, you can watch yeah. the whole fucking thing if you want um, on on YouTube. But um, the 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 petition to have her removed from Aquaman two, even though reports are she only has about fifteen minutes of screen time, I hope that's all in one lot. <laughs> Because, like I said before, I don't, I don't care about her, her personal. She doesn't sound like a very nice person, you know. I'm sure Johnny Depp's not perfect, but like, you know, I'm, I'm not worried about that. I don't think she's a very good actress. Is is my my issue <clears throat> more than anything else? But yeah, the petition has reached three million signatures. They have to be taking that seriously. Yeah, I mean, they did they did for the Snyder Cut. Yeah. <laughs> And I remember talking to Hugo about that on, on the, the Stitch Up episode about the Snyder Cut and I was saying it didn't sound like very many people signed the petition. He goes, yeah, but you've got to, every the way that they quantify it is that for every one person, 10 feel that way. And I'm like, wow, okay, so if that's the case in this, I mean, 300 million people want Amber yeah. Heard 86th from, from Atlantis, you know. Um, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. And she's not a real ginge, so forget it. Sorry. Yeah, get ginger, man. Sorry, Please. Redhead. I'm sorry, redhead community. <laughs> I love you all. My, yeah. my future wife is, is is a redhead, so. Um, right, so pretty cool. This one's just a small one, but it, it's inter- it's interesting. I, I'm. It kind of makes me feel the way that I felt when they said that the the subtitle for the the first Tom Holland Spider Man film, the the film in which Spider Man would become a part of the MCU officially outside of Civil War, was called going to be called Homecoming. You're like, well, what the fuck does that yeah. mean? Um, even though he's coming home to Marvel, and there's also a Homecoming going on in it. But more to the point, hmm. the title for the Blade movie has been revealed, Mahershala Ali, and it's called Blade Perfect Imprints. Unless that's a working title, you know how sometimes they put things yeah. on a slate so that they so that paparazzi don't you know think it's something else. Or if you like book a space, you book it under imperfect imprints, and then people don't know that it's the next Marvel film. Um, but if it is called that, I just wonder what the fuck that's going to mean. Yeah, I'm really confused. Yeah, it's, it's it, I've just you know something popped out to me. Something popped out mm. to me. Um, Disney also re- uh, revealed their 2022 and 2023 slate, including the next six Marvel movies. 
Um, I won't go through all of them because you've probably seen that in the news, but just, you know, more more Disney stuff. And Kevin Feige, after Disney's official look at all our shit segment um, uh, at, the, uh, at, at the CinemaCon, said that he was off to the Disney retreat. Um, which I can only assume is 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 filled with four-handed gloves, carnival food, and all the cocaine he could possibly want. Um, and he's going away to plan the next ten years of the MCU. And and you know what? Immediately changed the release dates from Marvels and, yeah. uh, and Quantumania for some reason. But yeah, sorry, what were you gonna say? Yeah, I was just gonna bring that up and say the only reason why the news works. Is because right after that he swapped the dates. I suppose because this Miss Marvel show is coming out, they kind of want to have it at least be not too far away from each other. Because she's going to be in the, the in the new Captain Marvel movie, right? That's why it's called Marvels. Yeah, yeah, she's going to be in that. And I guess I think that the delay could also have something to do with Loki season two and Kang the Conqueror coming up because they have Kang in Quantum Mania, so I think that might tie in with Loki. Oh, well, okay. yeah. No, that makes heaps of sense, actually. Right. They want to have it so that it's going to time well with that. Yeah, okay. See, you're, you should run Marvel also. Kevin Feige, take a fucking holiday, mate. Enjoy your cocaine. Yeah. Um, Kevin Feige, take a holiday. <laughs> just, get, just get a hug, man. Yeah. You deserve it. You, you've, you've, you've worked long enough. You know, it's time to rest. Next up on the Necessary Nerd News, we're talking about the Hunger Games prequels do you like the hunger games movies i'm talking to I've you i've only seen <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean to, to our audience a drop down that's true we do uh, need to get I've some only... sort of a, a back and forth going with them somehow maybe we should do a live episode one time we'll hook that we up over should. Yeah. let us know if you'd like us to do a live episode folks somehow and because uh, there, there's a way that you can do it on zoom i'm pretty sure where you can like invite people in but they only they only participate in in watching and in the comment section, um, but I'm not sure how to do it. Let me investigate, folks, and 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 you tell me if you'd like to see that. So um, that'd be pretty fun. Sorry, Addy, the the Hunger Games movies. Yeah, I've only seen one, I think, which I think was the last one, and I hated it. Well, of course you didn't like it. You haven't seen the other four or whatever it is. What's the point? That's that's <laughs> dumb. That's like watching Endgame. <laughs> or- what do you mean? It was just like watching Endgame and not the not, oh, okay. not 27 films previous to it. 22. Mm. 22 previous. Like, who the fuck are all these people? Who's mm. the people, dude? Yeah. Wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was my friend's birthday and we all had to go. So I just, yeah. Oh, okay. It was one of those situations, right? Yeah. That's fair enough, I guess. Um, yeah, so they, they we're talking about prequels. Um I, I don't know if if how many it is, um, but they've been given a release date of November the seventeenth, twenty twenty three, and the first film is called A Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, which is long. That sounds like a board game. <laughs> <laughs> like snakes and ladders. That's fucking. That's a. Yeah. That's a really good joke. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a board game. Hunger Games sucks. I've only seen the last one. Addy. <laughs> All right, well, maybe you'll enjoy this then. We're talking spin-offs, my friends. John Wick, uh, well, you know, John Wick 4, let's start there. 
Um, I believe they showed a bit of footage at CinemaCon, um, you know, to to everybody's joy and wonderment because the John Wick franchise is pretty fucking cool. Um, but Chapter 4, which will be released in 2023, um, peep this cast. We go through casts a lot, but it is important. It, it marks not only the quality of the film, but also the, the pedigree of how good the people are making it that they are managed to get these people. So Keanu Reeves, obviously, as the John Wicks. Donnie Yen. Bill Skarsgård, who you may remember as the, the clown from It. Lawrence Fishburne. Um, uh, Hiroki Sonata. Uh, Lance Reddick, obviously. Uh, Scott Atkins, who's awesome. If you, if you don't know who Scott Atkins is, go on YouTube and look him up. He's this um, martial artist actor guy from the UK. He actually, there was a really famous audition tape of him for Batman. When Affleck was cast as Batman, he auditioned for it and he would have been great. He's got the build for it. He's He probably doesn't have the acting chops that Affleck does, but he's got the martial arts skill and um, yeah, awesome. Absolute legend. And also Ian McShane returning, um, Clancy Brown. It's just, it's going to be something else. I'm really excited about it. But more to the point, they are doing a spin-off <clears throat> called Ballerina starring... Um, is it Anna de Armas? Anna de Armas. Anna de Armas, who is wonderful uh, and, and and beautiful and talented. And she is uh, she's a really, really good actress. Like, I, I like her a lot in movies. I think, you know, even small stuff like in Blade Runner 2049, she's really great in. Um, and that, uh, that, that film again, it's called Ballerina. And if you've seen, I think, the third John Wick film, you kind of see that there's a female versions of John Wick kind of being trained and they're the ballerinas first. Is this ringing a bell at every, any, anybody? Um, because I'm telling you, it starts shooting this summer and Black Widow is literally screaming from inside of her grave on Vormir um, at the how how much this is just Black Widow. Um, but you know, I'm here for it. I'll, I'll check it out. Anything in that universe is pretty cool. Even though it seems like every second person is a hitman. Have you seen the, the John Wicks? Or are they too violent for you? You're going to kill me. I haven't seen a single one. That's okay. That's fine. That's totally fine. It, they're, they're really good. The first one in particular is great. I might check it out because there was a film in 2021, early 2021 called Nobody starring Bob Odenkirk as a hitman. And that film, and that film is supposed to be based in the same universe. So hey, man, I'm gonna check it out. Is that true? Yeah. Who told you that? The director. I oh, really? came on and said that uh, that it's some. Uh, there, ref- I I don't think they're exact references, but it's supposed to be based in the same universe as John Wick. Okay, well, cinematic universe we didn't know we were getting, folks. There you go. How fucking wonderful. Um, Have you seen Nobody yet? No. Well, I, now that I know that it's, it's John Wick adjacent, I might peep it. But, um, yeah, I, no, I haven't. I, I, I don't know why I've been avoiding it. Well, I've never been avoiding it. Dude, it's like every time I see it, that, I scream and run for the hills. But That, that film is amazing. You know, here's the setting point for that film. Okay. Uh, that film is about Bob Wood and Kirk in real life had a break-in. And they're not breaking in his house and they know how to handle it. And so he made a movie where there's a breaking in his house. But instead of being an old man, he's an old hitman. 
I like it. I like dealing with your trauma in a, in a, in a creative and productive way. Um, you know, if people break into your house, I, I doubt everybody's going to be a hitman, to be perfectly honest, but, you know, whatever works for you, Bob, enjoy yourself. Um, I'll have to check it out. I will. I'll check it out this week. Um, yeah, coming coming towards the end of our, our roundup here, just the news that I thought was kind of pertinent to what we what we talk about and what we do. Mission Impossible 7 Part 1 has been given a, uh, a title, Dead Reckoning. Someone's going to be dead and someone's going to be reckoning. I don't know, but I just know that um, Agent Carter herself is in it. Um, yeah. What's her name? I want to call her Sharon Carter, but that's the name of her niece. Uh, holy shit. Uh, Peggy Carter, and yeah. she's played by Hayley Atwell. Hayley Atwell, another one. Who was also who was also at the premiere for Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, she's fucking in it because we've seen that she's in it. Maybe that's why they had to do that. Maybe that's why they had to do that. They're like, you know, Patrick Stewart is like, you know, you know, I want to come to that. Now, now I sound more like Ian McKellen then, but I'll do Ian McKellen. Yeah. I would like to come to that that premiere, bring my beautiful wife and talk to people who are there. Doctor Strange, please let me come. And they're like, well, fuck, we can't do that because then we had, why just reveal me in the trailer? Well, no, we can't. It's going to give you, no, no, reveal me in the yellow chair in the trailer. And they're like, fuck, Patrick, you're the bomb, mate. You can come. <laughs> And then behind him, standing behind him was Hayley Atwell. And she was like, well, what the fuck? I want to come to the thing as well. Oh, she sounds like Veruca Salt, but whatever. I would like to come there. I will even bring my shield. And they're like, you know, Hayley, you're kind of busy with Mission Impossible. I would like to come. And they're like, fuck. Thanks, Patrick. Now we're going to invite her too. All right, you can come as well. Put her in the trailer. The 15 second. We'll do it quickly. Give her jetpacks. I'm Kevin Feige. (laughs) And scene. I hope you enjoyed that, everybody. It's my little... <laughs> oh, oh, I love that. I've cracked. Yeah. I've absolutely cracked. I'm, I'm glad that's on we, video for all time now. Wonderful. We, um, we, both should, we both should run DC and Marvel together. Right, yeah. What a, what a, what a team, you know. And now uh, at the beginning, it would be produced by the Filmatics podcast. I'm like, who was doing it now? What happened to Kevin Feige? Dead. Um, yeah, so Dead Reckoning, pretty exciting. Um, unfortunately, this this isn't CinemaCon news, but it did come out uh, today. The Wonder Twins HBO Max movie has been cancelled, and everyone went. They were making a Wonder Twins oh, movie, shit. like yeah, like really. It might be a little bit on the nose. And uh, finally, this was news also that didn't come out of um, CinemaCon, but it, it, I think it was kind of <clears throat> it was kind of CinemaCon adjacent in the sense that this would have been something that they would have had to talk about and then couldn't because of this this piece of news. Uh, John Watts, director of the Marvel Sony-verse Spider-Man pictures with Tom Holland, has stepped away from his next job with the MCU, which would have been directing the Fantastic Four movie, um, which I, I believe not, in some way there. Not just not just the first film. He was supposed to direct all three. Yeah. So he's... Is, oh, they'd sign him up for the... Well, I suppose you do that, don't you? They sign him up for the trilogy. Um, I wonder why, like, I mean, maybe he's exhausted after making, you know, three Spider-Man films in a row. Yeah. I mean, I kind of agree with you that he, he could be really exhausted, but also like there was a video of like, I think it was like the night of the premiere after the movie and he's like hugging Zendaya, Tom Holland and Jacob, uh, 
And he's like, we did it. It doesn't suck. We did it. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's that, you know, it's, it's, it's an indie filmmaker making something so huge and yeah. the anxieties you get with that. It's, hey man, if he wants to go and like direct whatever, I'll watch it because he made one of the best Spider-Man movies ever. He made three of the best Spider-Man, well, two at least, um, of the best Spider-Man movies ever. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 it must be the machine of Marvel and being a part of that and being a director and having a voice and, and stuff. It must be, you know, I, I know people who've worked for Marvel and, and what, you know, the special effects houses and things like that. And it's a lot, it's a lot of pressure. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's a really big deal. And, and to sign on for three films, that's another 10 or 12 years of that guy's life. So, you know, they, they wished him the best. And, and I, I don't think, I think it was kind of amicable. You want to fucking make those movies, absolutely baller you get brad bird to direct them you know what i mean or you or you get zack snyder or you get zack zack snyder would do an amazing fantastic for you kidding me there'd be so much slow-mo it'd be awesome and give the ultimate fuck you to wb yeah they'd be like no no wait come back come back and he's like nah bro i'll see you later <laughs> I did i did new zealand <laughs> for that one that time South yeah Africa. i I love your I love your varying Zack Snyder accents. Yeah, yeah, he does too. He's a real big fan. Um, and uh, sorry, I, I had a finally, but now I, there's this is the finally because this just came out um, this week as well. Justin Lin has stepped down of, as director of uh, Fast X, which I'm assuming is Fast Ten, uh, part the yep. part one of the two part closing of the Fast and the Furious saga. Um, left with only days into shooting um, and. Uh, it's it's he's you know the the old hat creative differences thing was said but he there's definitely been word that it's it's due to um vin diesel vin diesel the the walking human thumb um that guy is featureless and it's creeping me out man he has no he is a boiled egg it is it is outrageous um but uh yeah apparently he's not very good to work with he's turning up to set late he's not doesn't know his lines he's not in sh the shape that he needs to be um you know you can sort of see the diva behavior going on there this is all you know second third fourth fifth sixth hand information he might be a lovely guy and it's something particular to justin but the report is that it's it's been difficult and now they're saying that is it um louis loratera uh, how do you pronounce that guy's name I have no idea. I'm going to have to look it up. He directed um, uh, The Transporter and uh, The Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton. So the, the, the Hulk movie that's set in the MCU before, um, uh, what's his name? Before Thor. Yeah. But oh, before um, Ruffalo. Before Ruffalo. Yeah. So it's, I almost it's, forgot. Yeah. It's... Um, it's Lewis, like like uh, L O U I S, so it might be pronounced Louis if he's if he's if he's yeah. French. Um, and his last name is so Leteria. So yeah, Louis Leteria, L E T E E R I E R. I'm glad that you all turned up for the podcast to hear me fucking spell shit. <laughs> but yeah, the I was just I was just reading it. I was like, what the fuck? Why does the name have so many R in it? Yeah, I know, right? That's crazy. Um. Yeah, so that's sort of all the all the necessary nerd news coming out of CinemaCon and, and other parts. Addy, what, what else have we got going on? Was there questions, did you say? Yeah, we do have questions. I just quickly want to chat a bit about Moon Knight because today is the, is the final episode of Moon Knight. 
season finale. And they've changed yeah, it too. It was yeah. the final, now it's season it was, finale. And that's that extra E is very important, folks, because it means we might be getting a season two. Yeah. I mean, right. So right now we've seen, we've seen, we're all caught up with episode five. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what did you think of it? It's probably one of the best episodes of, of the Marvel TV shows I've seen. Um, there's been a complaint I've heard a few times. Mark Bernardin was talking about it on Fat Man on Batman, the podcast he does with Kevin Smith, saying there's not a lot of moon nighting for, for moon night. Well, I'm kind of okay with that. I, I, you know, particularly in that episode, like delving into and getting letting Oscar Isaacs off the chain as well, you know, like that is not a Marvel performance he put in. That is someone. Yeah, that, that's reaching. an Oscar performance. It is. It's yeah, it is. It's an Oscar Isaac's performance. He's reaching down inside to pull something out and 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 reveal that vulnerability to everybody. And it's it's about trauma and you know what happens to families and how horrible traumatic events can splinter people in in, in really like you know metaphysical and physical ways as so represented in these characters. And the fact that he got to. I was talking to you about it in the text messages, sorry, messaging over IG, and he, I forgot he was playing against himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's There's only one Oscar Isaacs as far as I'm concerned, and if they figured out how to make another one, I want in on that shit. Um, you know, if nothing else, just to, you know, wear only an apron and prepare me tea. Um, and the cheeky buns at the back. But... <laughs> see that shit because then i imagine it and it gets even worse it's it's it'd be delicious just tea and scones from isaac nude from the naked nude from the waist down to emphasize his nakedity um but anyway (laughs) yeah it was just a powerhouse performance from an actor who who you know has that capability and they 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 let him do it and they let him do it an episode that was really interesting and and really driving home the, the the drama inside this superhero nonsense. Um, what did you think? Because you you were a big fan too, yeah. Yeah, I I loved this episode so much. Is it, um, what was your favorite before episode five? <clears throat> Probably the first episode in Egypt. Um, because episode three. Yeah, because it was like it felt like the mummy and the Indiana Jones. We talked about it. We were saying it's a bit like Indiana Jones and the fight in the rooftop and stuff. But I think, yeah, I mean, there was just something about this one, and also it was it it was honestly the introduction of um Drake uh, Jake Loxley. Like you sent me the clip, yeah, of all of a sudden he slips into this really thick Brooklyn you know, middle-class accent for just, you know, yo, I can see what you're doing here. Hey, yo, like, you know, that kind of thing. Real, you know, it does. I just watched The Godfather last night. It sounds like, you know, half of the guys in, in the New York parts of that, um, you know, at the, at the beginning with, um, sorry, Godfather Part 2 with, with Robert De Niro as the young Vito. And it's like, he went, even his face changed. His, his facial features changed in a really, his mouth didn't open as much. Like, he's such a remarkable actor that he can change his, physical performance i remember my my um uh, uh my business partner dan who i talk about a lot you know in in, in our company he's a really accomplished actor himself quite naturally and he said to me 
you know, you always want an actor to turn up and set knowing every single beat of their lines. And then they say, okay, I know all this shit. What's my face doing? You know, that's such, it's such an important part of it. Seriously, you know, and, you know, look at someone like Christian Bale distorts himself so amazingly just using his facial features. Jim Carrey, you know, to do a comedy. Oscar did that. And he definitely, he definitely re- revealed Jake Loxley. And it was just for a second. And I caught it. I'm like, I wonder if that's just me. And then you sent me the clip and I had validation. <laughs> so, yeah. We is- win. We win. <laughs> We, yeah, we knew it. We were talking about it from the beginning. Um, yeah, are you still sort of of the mind that, because you were saying that you, this your favourite episode was the second one, wasn't it? Yeah, it was my, it was my uh, favourite episode until episode five. Cause... Yeah. And even what's, if, your, what's your, yeah, sorry. Um, I'll just say quickly, even if they, excuse me, even if they don't, clear the bar that, that 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 episode set because it was very contained and emotional if the next one is just big fighty fighty you know moon nighty fighty fighty moon nighty and doing backflips and stuff like that and pitching you know moon things at people and all that stuff i'll be totally fine five will always be the one that spoke to me the most because there's nothing i like more than you, telling telling a human drama through the prism of genre whether it be something like moon Knight or something like um uh, uh a quiet place um yeah you know anything that takes fantastical elements puts them in into people's lives and has them react in an honest way that you would react to if those things if those elements were removed is always really interesting to me so what were you gonna ask sorry yeah well i agree with that completely it's it's rare when you see that in a performance. Yeah. As yeah, uh, I was going to ask you, what's your take on where the actual clinic is? Like the clinic of uh, of the doctor in the show. Yeah. Um, I I honestly don't know because the way that the the um the Egyptian god, who I love how strange it is. You know, that the Egyptian gods are giant Like, it's so peculiar. And I really dig peculiar. It's why I like Grant Morrison's writing so much. You know, just weird shit turns up that you're not expecting. That's what, you know, you're not expecting something. It's always interesting whether you like it in the end or not. You know, and the double Jake there. Uh, sorry, the, the, the you know, the Stephen and... and, and um, Mark. And Mark, you know. And then Jake's clearly in the sarcophagi, um, which always sounds rude to me. Sarcophagi. Oh, I'll, I'll leave I that think, with you. I think it's sarcophagus. How do you say it? It's sarcophagus if there's one of them. But if there's yeah. more than one, it's sarcophagi. Now, just say that slowly to yourselves, folks. Yeah, I heard it. You can hear it now? Yeah. <laughs> Egyptians were sexy. They probably still are. Um, but, yeah, he's definitely in that sarcophagus. Yeah. Um, and But, yeah, there's. so maybe it's in his head. Maybe it's a... a, a, a some sort of plant by our villain. I honestly don't know. I'm I'm excited to find out though. My theory is he's in a psych ward in the TVA. Fucking Kevin Feige, take a break. This kid's on. You know why? Why? You know why? Yeah. Because in Loki, Morbius, Morbius says there's a department of nightmares and he doesn't allow anyone to go there. That's the Department of Nightmares. That's they keep the psych ward people. Oh my god! You just <laughs> cracked my head open and poured hot 
caramel into it. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. How do you keep all this stuff in your head? He says. I don't know, man. <laughs> Sorry, that's a stupid question for me to ask somebody. Incredible. I don't know. I, I so hope you're right. Yeah, and I love the fact that we're recording this today. And we're going to get off and watch the last episode. And the people listening to this are going to wait two weeks to listen to how three is going to happen in the last <laughs> yeah, episode. Right. Why are they talking about it? Why do they keep talking about Dune? And they're like, nah, we're on it. <laughs> That's all right. Maybe we should tighten our schedule, but we'll talk about that. Um, okay, so did you say that we had some questions? Uh, yeah, we do. Yay! Questions. Wait, hold up. Fucking hold music? What's going on? <laughs> and he's dancing. Are we ready for questions now? We need a questions yep. theme, don't we? Yeah. We do need a questions theme. It could be Little Spanish Fleet. That would be good. Um, or Spanish Fleet. Go ahead. Right. It's my first time using the mic, so I don't know if I do this to it, like, you does get my louder. sound just completely... Yeah. If you get closer to okay. it, it does get louder. Um, but I can understand why that, because everybody, Addy's been using his computer mic f- to record with, and it's obviously not as sensitive as the, the podcasting mic that I have. So he got himself one, which is really great. Much, much clearer, man. Um but yeah, if you do get closer, it will be. I, that's why I pushed it back a bit because I, I heard in the last recording there was a, there was a few pars and whoos that shouldn't have been there. So apologies for the bad audio quality. If it is, it's times, folks. We're still getting used to it, and we're still on Zoom. So questions, please. One one day we'll do a, we'll do a live show with live audience, and we'll be on the couch together. Fuck one day. I would love that. You have no idea. How <clears throat> I would love that man. That would be just that would be the best. It would be so good. Oh, and we'd be suited up in Nightwing costumes. Oh. Of course. Of course. What else? With, <laughs> you know, with the flailing stick things and everything. Yeah. I'm excited. I'll come out right. in a Robin costume, like with the little knickers and stuff, and you'd be like, we said Nightwing. And I'm like, oh, I went with this one. And you're like, Riggs, I can see your plums, mate. And I'll have a bag of plums with me or something. Like, it'd be a really good gag. <laughs> Everyone enjoy my elf shoes. Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> God, All right. Sorry. Now we have to do that. Yeah, now we're going you, you, to. You've said it. Yeah, you've we've manifested. Now we have to do it. Idiots, but yeah, sorry about that, folks. We're just a little tangent there. Okay, now we're into questions. Here we go. I'm excited. All right. Um, one character from Marvel and DC to appear in a film together. Who would it be and why? Okay, so the two DC Marvel characters to appear in a film together, like a crossover, and why? <clears throat> I'm just thinking back to the the DC Marvel crossover they did in the 90s in the comics, DC versus Marvel, and they had like Quicksilver against Flash, Superman against the Hulk, Batman against Captain America. Wolverine against Lobo, like it was pretty cool. Um, oh, Wolverine against Lobo would be fantastic. Yeah, I'm trying. I want to think. <clears throat> of- Wait, do you have one? Because I'm trying to think of one that's a little bit different. No, you don't have one. I was either? thinking one as well. Yeah, well fuck you. Um, 
Ouch. <laughs> it is a bit harsh, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe like maybe Lex Luthor and Professor X, they can have a bald off. <laughs> oh Jesus, no. <laughs> no, I don't want to have a bald off. Okay. Um you no, know, I was thinking about it and then you said bald off, and then my mind went into completely different directions. <laughs> you know who I want? I want Zatanna and 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 Wanda. <clears throat> oh, I'm gonna kill you. In a wizard. If off. I would... Oh dude. <laughs> I hate you so much. Because now you want that, don't you? <laughs> I want that so much now. Literally went into oh. the psyche, pulled that out. Yeah. Is that your answer? Yeah, to we me? do. No, but I can't top that. I can't fuck. That's pretty good. What was your one? I don't know. I mean, if you if you had a race between Quicksilver and the Flash, Quicksilver will win the race, but Flash would go back in time because he has to run, right? And he like run all the way back in time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he would, like, he could lap him. We could just go back in time and kill Quicksilver. That's probably a good way to do it as well. But, um, but then that, but then that would make another timeline. So him, him still being in the race would still exist. So he would still lose the race. But in another universe, he would, he would win the race because he'd kill, kill Quicksilver. Fourth dimensional logic. My brain is bleeding. Quicksilver, like a proper race between them would be pretty cool though, but because they, they didn't really do that in the yeah. book. They just kind of punched each other fast. <laughs> Why would you do that? Yeah. It was an interesting book. I'll have to reread it, I think. It's one of those reread ones. All right. Well, if that was your answer, do we have another question? No, that wasn't my answer. Oh, okay. What's your answer then? Um, I would say, well, not a fight. Not a huge scene as well. I would say I want... Superman played by Henry Cavill and Captain America played by Chris Evans to have a f- Jesus yes now yeah. I want that that wasn't my answer but now I want to- yeah of course beautiful <laughs> human beings are you kidding me why not oh, juicy human beings not even beautiful it's just juicy <laughs> just juicy they have a huge dudes I saw a trailer for the uh, uh, not trailer, a clip ooh. from The Witcher last night I was like oh, I'm not gonna fucking watch this show looks pretty good you know, like yeah. you know, sword and sorcery stuff, but he he looks good in it. You know, I'm digging him. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. you, watch yeah the, you, you watch the show and you see how muscular uh, Henry Cavill is. He makes you feel like less of a man. Yeah, he's a beast. Well, I don't, I don't think masculinity is defined <clears throat> by you know your muscle size. I think it's defined by the way that you present yourself in 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 kindnesses and 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 um, you know uh, the way that you interact with people. Sorry, that was a bit serious, but yeah, I just, I don't think muscles make a man. Absolutely not. And that's not me saying that I don't have them because I have physical muscles that I don't think you need them to, yes. be, to be masculine. Masculinity comes from a place of protection and peace, not, um, not strength. Right. So the, the scene would be Captain America and Superman just having a chat in a bar. With like and drinking whiskey. Neither of them being able to get drunk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Superman's Kryptonian makeup doesn't do it, and Cap's biology doesn't make him do it. So that's um, yeah, that's actually cool. I like that. But it's just a bar scene where they're both complaining about fuck. I wish I could get shit faced. All my friends are dead, and he's like, "All oh, my fucking planet's dead." <laughs> 
it's a fight to who's got the worst life. You know what I mean? Oh, you know, uh, my, my, my best friend turned into a, a super soldier and, you know, tried to kill me a bunch of times and all my friends and then lost an arm and, you know, all this kind of shit and whatever. And then I was really old for a while and, you know, and now I'm dead in the future. And Superman's like... And on the moon? Yeah, yeah. My, my whole planet blew up, you jackass. <laughs> you white prick. But you're white as well. Yeah, but I'm from Krypton. It doesn't count. <laughs> You know, think about it. Oh, you know what? You know what? <clears throat> when we when we do the live show, we'll mm. have we'll have the Robin part as the opening, and we we'd end it with this. Yeah, so it was one of us. Yeah. Okay, all right, cool. I'll do the I'll do the Superman role. You, Captain America, we can just be <clears throat> on stage for five minutes. Um, yeah, cool. I like that a lot. What's what's the next question? Uh, the last one is oh. for both of us. Um, I yeah, so. like all questions are. Don't don't submit questions if they're not for both of us, folks. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, man, just st- submit questions if you want to. Yeah, I mean, if you have a specific like doing question them. about something like that you want to ask Addy about, that's okay. And if you something that Addy knows specifically about, and if you want to ask me something that I know specifically about, like last week when we were talking about cinematography and stuff, that's totally fine. But just random questions, go, don't go, this is for Regan, and then have it be about Marvel or DC. You know what I mean? It's got to be inclusive. Yeah. Hmm. What popular TV shows have you not not watched yet fucking dark apparently <laughs> well that's not a popular tv show so that doesn't count yeah and it's not english language so yeah okay. it doesn't count um either. yeah let me let me think um hold on one second i'll just i'll pull up uh uh some sort of yes i know i've got low battery insinuate yourself into my life um <laughs> popular like sort of really currently popular I'm like i said i'm not caught up on um uh stranger things um vikings really popular yeah um oh, what was the other one that the like really super popular film uh, show um the the, the american version of the office oh wow yeah oh wow okay yeah that's just it, it like i i was such a huge fan of the other one um that it just kind of kind of passed me by um yeah and probably the 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 cw shows i'm not caught up on those either but yeah um the, the one that just got cancelled sadly um uh for, well sadly for people yeah. watching, like i don't have i've got i'm got a dog in the race but um ledgers of tomorrow um yeah it's, it's, it's gotten cancelled but so is batgirl i think they're kind of cancelling because flash is coming to an end um and supergirl's over arrow's over so they're kind of like hedging their bets is it, though? Their money is it coming to an end what flash yeah i think so i thought it was got maybe one more season but um but yeah, yeah that, milk that, it as much as you can yeah just throw it in the garbage it's 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 a weird gambit honestly like the way that they they treat that that um you know they're kind of all connected they Property. did the same thing when the netflix um marvel shows you know they they canceled daredevil and then they were like we're also canceling everything else pretty much but um yeah yeah, so the, yeah, Legends of Tomorrow is probably the big one. Everyone always tells me to watch, and I haven't. What about you? Yeah, well, I haven't watched Legends yet. It's it's sad that it got cancelled, but we'll we'll talk about that sometime later. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I have two big ones in my pocket that I haven't watched. Okay. I had I had three like a year ago, but then I watched Game of Thrones, so that okay. makes up for it. <laughs> I still haven't seen all of that either. So. 
Um, I haven't watched Breaking Bad or The Sopranos. Okay, I'm just going to end the meeting, folks. Um, <laughs> Breaking Bad, not so much. Um, you know, I, I have watched all of Breaking Bad. I did enjoy it. I think it's uh, um, it means more to other people. It doesn't mean as much to me as it does to other people. Um, the Cran Man's amazing, Brian Cranston, though. Uh, but The Sopranos is is spectacular. It's it, it is the reason it is it is patient zero for long form. To, um, like a uh, 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 cinematic storytelling on 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 a television network on HBO, which re- they really are the the people who kind of started this craze. Like the the, the Sopranos made us smarter as an audience, you know, mm-hmm. to follow the the series that way. Um, same with The Wire, another HBO show. Um, really ga- gave the TV the landscape of television looks very very different now. If not for that, um, not for yeah, the Sopranos, I, I, not for The Wire. Um, they were critical in the advancement of of cinematic, you know, uh, long form TV, um, episodic TV that weren't that wasn't like p- police procedurals um, or sitcoms, which had gag of the week kind of thing. This was seasons worth of story that you followed, and if you picked up in the middle of season three, you didn't know who half the people were, and that's why it makes us a better audience, more intelligent audience, because we have to contain all this stuff, you know. I think for me. That like the show that you, <clears throat> like the way that you're describing it, that for me is Sherlock, with Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, that that show like made like I binge it quite like like my favorite season is the last season, even though people hate it. But like after like watching like let's say three episodes, which is like your whole day. Yeah. each episode is like a feature length film yeah right so you so you watch like all three episodes like any three episodes from the whole show and you feel like Sherlock you're like you watch it you come and you sit down and you be looking into corners just trying to connect dots it's weird how that does to your brain yeah it's the same thing that happens when you watch uh, too much of the TV show Criminal Minds you just start thinking that the person in line in front of you at the supermarket is buying way too many bread rolls they must be murdering someone with them you know it's just hang on get out of Criminal Minds headspace all of a sudden um, yeah I, Sherlock's great it's that's and, and also it does do that longer episode thing that the British that's so good at um, yeah British TV man Peaky Blinders um, yeah Penny Dreadful. Peaky Blinders even yeah even normal people, which I will bring up soon. Yeah, we'll uh, but yeah, because you've you've mentioned that before, and I haven't seen it. So, um, yeah. but uh, yeah, well, there you go, folks. A couple of answers, and um, that brings our show pretty much to a close. I just wanted to drop one more little piece of information. Um, on the eleventh of July, June, <laughs> June. Is it June? Yeah, I know it. You I know it. It is. It's June. Yeah. Okay. So the on the eleventh yeah. of June, um, the Astor Cinema um, in in Melbourne on Chapel Street, which is a legacy theatre here, and it's my favourite person, uh, favourite place on planet Earth, is doing a marathon of all the Spidermans, and by all I mean all. They're doing the three Tobies, the two Andrew Garfields, the three Tom Hollands. And I thought they were going to do Civil War, but no, they're doing Into the Spider-Verse. So nine films um, over the course of 16 and a half hours from 1 p.m. on the 11th until I think like 7 a.m. or something um, on the, the following day on the on the 12th. And I'm going. I got tickets. 
I couldn't be more excited. I was messaging Addy the other night, just going, "Fucking life rules! This is this is what it's all about." You know, like what a what a once in a lifetime opportunity as a huge cinema fan, as a huge fan of the Astor Theatre, and um, as a as a huge Spider Man fan to to have the opportunity to do that. I remember I saw a seventy millimeter remastered print from like. 2000 um of uh, lawrence of arabia there and it was it is it's one of those moments where you just you know it's what it's all about doing things that we love and uh and 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 movies and uh you know having a good time so i'm going to do that and then after that me and Adi are going to do an episode on all of the spidermans um as well so but i just i just bring it up because if you happen to be listening and you happen to be in melbourne and 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 you're not aware of it you know and you love spider-man Check it out. The Astor's great. Um, there's really wonderful people who work there as well. They're so I called a day after I found out. They were like, we don't actually have the tickets on sale yet. Can you big, can you call back? <laughs> um, and, you know, I pestered them a lot about um, tickets and stuff. So they're really cool. And it's, yeah, I'm super excited about it. But it just, it leads into, yeah, we're going to do, we're going to do a show on the Spider-Man. So look forward to that coming June. And Addy's very, very happy about it. I am. And I'm very jealous, but I'm very happy for you. I assume you're just going to turn up. Um, in a in a Nightwing costume, um, and I'd be like, "Dude, not this movie, not this set of movies. You should be in the Spidermans. What's going on?" And you'd be like, "You're not in Spidermans. You're dressed in Robin again." I'm like, "No, this is just my underwear." Sixteen hours. What do you think I'm going to do? Sit there fully clothed and go fuck yourself? <laughs> yeah. I'll get kicked out of the you know the middle of the second act of Spider-Man Three. Like, sir, we know that it's a long thing, but put your fucking pants on. Like, no. If I should go in my Spider-Man yeah. onesie, but I, I'll probably get beat up walking oh. down Street, honestly. Maybe to change into, perhaps. Yeah, like wear that and then wear like a, wear like a pajama and a, and a jacket over it. It's not a bad and then idea. Get in, and then get into the theater and then take it off. The only problem with it is, and I must <clears> tell you, there's no zip for when you need to go number one. You have to unzip it from the front and take it all the way off. In order to be able to to do what you need to do, and um, I don't want to have to do that, you know, have many times over every single years. time. Well, so um, maybe I'll just wear a Spider Man t shirt and some comfy slacks. But um, that's it, folks. That's Thank it for this week. Yeah, all done. And uh, and, and, and I, cu- I cut you off twice. Yeah. Then you go. No, you do it. We get. We never decide who's going to do the roundup. We just get in first. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Goodbye. You know. <laughs> you go. What were you going to say? Yeah, <clears throat> this was a really weird one because we didn't have a topic this week, but we kind of did. Um, it was just awesome to uh, get on a call and chat with you again and hang out. Uh, if you want more of these ep- or these kind of episodes, do let us know and then we'll just hop on a call and then talk about shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nobody cares about. Yeah, but so, hey guys, yeah. just do a roundup of the week of you know what, what, what cool shit happened and, and what we can look <clears> forward to. That's We're happy to do that. But um, we'll be back next week with some more fun, whatever it might be. And um, yeah, thanks so much for joining us, friends. We'll see you next time. Stay amazing and stay safe.